0: Nonsense and nostalgia. With Bemo the Prince. Some mom brought her daughter over to me at a restaurant. and She was like, I don't know who you are, but my daughter said, you're the millennial guy. And Lauren Ray.
1: A cool mom, what is that? Not me, I just record audio in the closet and I never shower.
0: Brought to you by the Zack Attack. Don't miss the Friends Forever Vegas residency beginning July, 2022. Zack Attack. I'm sorry everyone. I was a big A.C. Slater guy. Slater was my guy. Really? I had a crush on
1: Zach Morris. Who didn't?
0: It's the dimples. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Nonsense and Nostalgia, where the Millennial Prince and the badass chick talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of the 90s. Lauren, how you doing? I'm good. We're rolling along. This podcast is cooking now. Dude, it is. We are cooking. This is episode 11. Yes. Like that's double digits.
1: It is. And shockingly, like I thought a lot of people would fall off by now and be like, (laughs) no, thanks, not interested. And I got to say, I'm very impressed with our numbers and I'm very grateful for it. So thank
0: you. (laughs) Shocked and appalled.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least we're honest with ourselves and our audience.
0: (laughs) Right. So there's one thing that happened to me and I would like to discuss it because I am very excited. It might lead to my retirement from social media, from TikTok, from all things. Oh my, which yeah. is? I might retire from Earth. Oh. <laughs> because. <laughs> That's dark. All right. <laughs> Nick Carter, at one point, had commented on one of my TikTok videos. That was a while yes. back. But. I got Lance Bass, too. <gasps> He jumped in on the comments and was like, oh, OK, hey, what's going on?
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Was it the it's going to be May one?
0: It surely was. <laughs>
1: of course it was. First of all, that was so good. And it wasn't like the typical it's going to be May. So I was very excited. Yes. About
0: it. Yes. But like, yeah. I I didn't even check it. Like I posted it and then let it live and came back later and saw you always see the little check mark, and they I think they put those comments on top to begin with. Yeah. So I. I so. Yeah. So I saw it. And I was like, oh, who's verified that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's last mask.
1: Oh, my God. That is life changing. I try to put myself in your shoes and I'm like, Famous people know who you are, and it's not just like, oh, they've seen your TikTok. Like they like you talk regular, or I don't know, regularly, but like you talk to Leslie Jones, and right. like now I want you to start talking to Lance Bass. Like this is amazing. It's a
0: weird, it's a weird situation. I have I in under no circumstance have any business talking to these people, but I am sure gonna <laughs> chat true. them up. I'm gonna you chat are them super
1: up. Super talented. Every day. It's Not
0: true. But it was pretty wild, and it's funny. My favorite part of when something like that happens, because it happened when Nick Carter. Commented too because I did some BSB thing. Yes. Um, I just love watching everyone else freak out because <laughs> Nick Carter or Lance Bass saw it and said something, and yeah, they dude. all comment on it and they're like, oh my God! Oh my God, it too!
1: You. Do you automatically in your head go to the chain of events? Because that's exactly what I would do. I'd be like, okay, so someone who personally (laughs) knows him saw my TikTok or Instagram and then sent it. Now, do you think they DM'd it? Do you think they sent a link? Then they like texted it to him? Like that's how close (laughs) they are.
0: (laughs) So that's how uh, me and my friends went about when Leslie Jones had messaged me at one point in it. She said she was filming this uh, Uber Eats commercial where she was playing herself oh. talking to herself or whatever. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, I just recorded this, like I just shot this Uber Eats commercial and I thought of you. And then my <gasps> friend was like, do you realize <laughs> that you weren't even in front of her? Yep. And she was working and then thought, huh, you know, this is what Bebo does. Like that, yeah. that's <laughs> banana." And then I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think of that. It is bananas. Whoa.
1: I say it all the time and you're always very humble and very kind. But like one day... You're going to need to leave this podcast because it's just not going to be sustainable (laughs) for you any longer. And that's okay with me. Like, I'm fully prepared for it. And I'm so excited about that. Like, I just get so pumped for you and all the things that are coming your way. And it's just so funny because, like, I know that you think I'm joking, but I'm not. Like, you should (laughs) never continue doing this podcast.
0: We have to get to 100 episodes. (laughs) That's my mission at the very least. At the minimum, 100. And then okay. we'll then we'll renegotiate. I'll have okay. your people can talk to my people and we'll just we'll figure it out from there. Sounds good. Wait,
1: <laughs> did you say my people can talk to your people? Yeah. I don't really have people. <laughs>
0: okay, so Matt can talk to Sarah and that's what we
1: <laughs> Our spouses will be like, okay, so they're sort of making some income, but not really, but let's try to amp this up. <laughs> I know. Um, and that being said, if you want to advertise on a podcast that is actually getting some solid download numbers, you just reach out to us. OK, let us know.
0: We have space. Just anyway, we, we can read things, too. <laughs> like, it's the whole thing. So yeah, if you need yeah. it, if you got money, we'll take it. <laughs> OK. <laughs> um, so another thing that uh, I was thinking about this week was <laughs> I just started thinking about it because I saw a bunch of memes that involved this. And I just kind of dove into it and I threw it into one of my TikToks or whatever, was Chuck E. Cheese. Remember
1: Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, my God. I saw that TikTok, and yeah, I do remember Chuck E. Cheese. And I simultaneously get so excited about those memories and mm-hmm. also so little <laughs> about those memories.
0: Yes, because yeah. my mom had sent me a picture that she had found, and it was me at Chuck E. Cheese with a couple of kids or whatever, and you see the mascot, the rat, mm-hmm. which is their mascot.
1: Pizza rat before it
0: was a thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm looking at this picture and I go, that place just looks dungy. Like, it it doesn't look like somewhere I would want to be. And in my mind, I started, like, remembering the reality of being there without the kid glow over it. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you know, that place was not great. Dude, the
1: ball pits were gross. I remember my parents. This was like... Ah pre-purel and hand sanitizer because believe it or not like when we were young that didn't exist and i just remember my parents being like get out get out of the ball pit you cannot play the ball pit." (laughs) (laughs) they would not let it happen
0: i just remember my grandparents would let me play in the ball pit and then my mom would be like stop letting (laughs) it's (laughs) disgusting with urine just so good and then
1: now living through a pandemic you're like oh (laughs) ball pits are gross like
0: what was i doing like (laughs) i was just in a bit of disgustingness (laughs) but the place was gross the pizza was eh it was pizza
1: I liked their pizza but I'm sure I would hate it now
0: yeah like anytime someone said pizza when you were a kid you crapped a brick like you were all set for pizza but anyway the most terrifying part of Chuck E. Cheese to me was the robot uh yeah the animatronic animatronic that's right yeah mm, I think so the like the band that would randomly play at certain points. <laughs>
1: and they, and would, they would turn to look, and it would be like, and then, yeah. and then they would, like, get stuck, you know? And then they they, they turn like birds.
0: You oh, know how yeah. birds turn? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But and, really slow. And, like, there was no natural movement to it. Like, the eyes would be looking super left, but the <laughs> head would be all the way right, and you were just like, what the... Like, there was so much... That just was wrong with that place. On top of it being a child casino, essentially. I know. A child
1: casino. It's a great way to look at it. Um, I remember I was on maternity leave when the story broke that they reuse their pizza slices and anything that's like not eaten from another family, they put back into a new together.
0: Wow. I did not know that. But Mm. at the same time, I am 0% surprised. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Chuck E. Cheese, for giving us a good time and now giving me nightmarish memories. Yeah, I'm never taking my daughter there. That I'll never, ever get rid of. (laughs) And, like, you could have thought of something better than a rat, just saying.
1: I know. I wonder who came up with that.
0: Someone's stupid.
1: (laughs) They need to make a podcast just about Chuck E. Cheese. There's a podcast right now about the downfall of the Knicks that my husband is obsessed with. Oh, that's great. So don't go listen to it. All right? Just stay with nonsense and nostalgia. (laughs) But no, they need to make a podcast about that. Like, how did Chuck E. Cheese come about?
0: I need to know all the intricacies. I I bet you it's kind of a dark story. I bet you there's like weird... Oh, God. I need it. Someone, Netflix, get on it. Please. (laughs) Now... Over to bootleg cameo. Yes. I don't know why I felt the need to sing it, but it I was I in like a it. jazzy mood. Sure. Um, so what we do is we act like 90s icons, and we do terrible impressions, and yep. thank all you wonderful, wonderful listeners for all your reviews and all the things and all the messages that you sent. <laughs> so I will uh, give you your person first. Sure. Keeping with the Saved by the Bell theme, I'd like you to mm-hmm. be Screech. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: okay. <clears throat> All right. Hey, guys. How you doing? I just want to thank King P. Jones for listening to the podcast. Uh, I think he's a fan of yours, Bimo, <laughs> And he told me that I am washing my hands the right way, and you are washing your hands the wrong way because you're <laughs> supposed to put the water on first. So... Call back to a previous episode. That is the worst <laughs> screech. I don't even know I, how he sounds. So
0: I'm going to tell you this though, not the best screech, but no. quietly an excellent Tommy Pickles.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, it was Tommy Pickles. That is actually what BMO asked me to be. How funny. I forgot about Rugrats. I used to love that show.
0: So everyone who's listening right now, just go back a little bit and now listen to that again and imagine it's not Screech and imagine it's Tommy Pickles and Perfect. it is
1: almost spot on. <laughs> well, thank you. I aim to please and very... Off target ways. I,
0: I don't really know. You work in mysterious ways, that's all.
1: Yes. Exactly. Um, I want you oh my god, I need you to be the English the English version.
0: I agree. Yeah. Would you like me to try it again? <laughs> Please don't. Hello, edit that out. Please don't. I get
1: paid to be a voiceover actress in case you are <laughs> curious.
0: Words are hard.
1: The English version of Lindsay Lohan from The Parent Trap
0: oh my god (laughs) i don't remember her name Uh uh-huh okay okay well i'd like to (laughs) i'd like to thank uh spike 1989 for uh saying the podcast is amazing and it made them realize that 90s really were the pinnacle for quite literally everything and um they didn't stop listening either when they found out that we didn't know what Tommy Boy was. We hadn't seen it. So they didn't stop listening then. So that means we have thank a really you. good podcast. And uh, thank you, Spike1989. Thank you. Perfect. Kind of like an
1: Adele. I don't really know. Yeah, it this, definitely was week... somebody
0: else, but it was it was English. <laughs> yes.
1: Swing and a miss for us this week. But that's okay. We'll try again next week.
0: <laughs> Listen, 11 episodes in, they can't all be winners, guys. No, they can't dude, this all is... be-
1: And also, um, oh, I know who you're going to be next episode because perfect. Somebody sent me a DM and gave a suggestion. So I'm going to write it down right now. So I do not forget. And if you are listening and you have any suggestions,
0: please DM us and
1: let us know because we're it's not like we're running out, but it's we got to keep thinking of these every week. So it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and thank you for reading and subscribing and reviewing and telling your friends it makes our day.
0: And all of those things. Because I still am baffled, like legitimately baffled that we have, I think, like 160-something reviews. Dude, yeah. I have done podcasts before and like made podcasts from the ground up and never have I surpassed 20 reviews. So
1: yeah, Yeah. I've never done a podcast. So here we go. I mean, (laughs) This is great for both of us. This is awesome. But for real, thank you so much for listening. And it means so much that week to week, we're not losing anybody. In fact, it seems like we're gaining some audience, which is really special. So thank you for telling your friends. Thanks, gang gang.
0: And now (laughs) let's talk about some adult stuff. Some yeah. grown-up stuff. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I have started to realize, especially maybe just, not just because, but coming out of a pandemic when you didn't get to hang out with a lot of people, didn't get to see a lot of people. Yeah. I want to talk about tightening your circle.
1: <gasps> okay.
0: So first and foremost, have you just like kind of naturally tightened your circle as you've gotten older?
1: Yes. I have always had a ton of acquaintances. Mm-hmm and maybe four best friends if that like right and they're all the the best friends like some of them overlap but some of them don't with one another so um yeah i've always had a very
0: tight circle so i like i've started to realize like getting older there's just like stuff i'm like i don't really feel like dealing with your bullshit
1: A hundred percent. Like you just don't care anymore. Like
0: like some people would send me like some messages or whatever or wanted to argue politics and this, that, the other. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? We ain't cool enough that I need to like deal with this. Mm -mm. Deuces. Like chuck them up and I'm out. Is
1: that not the most freeing thing ever to be like, yeah, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And
0: like, I feel like in the moment I kind of feel bad because I don't want to be like a jerk to people. But at the same time afterwards, I'm like, there's so many people on this planet. Yeah. I don't like, you don't need all of them. No,
1: you definitely don't, especially the ones that bring you down. You're like, I have no need for this.
0: It is wild to me. So now that I'm looking back on it, this is like a self-therapy session that's happening right here. Love it. As I'm looking back on it, this is a lot of thing that happened to me through pandemic time, is I'm also realizing, and this is not that I'm not still friends with all my friends. Like, my tight group of friends, like, we're always gonna have, like, a group chat and talking garbage and doing whatever. Of course. Um, But I've also realized that there are definitely two paths, right? So now that I'm doing TikTok stuff and trying to do acting stuff and trying Mm to do, like, stuff in the entertainment industry, it doesn't necessarily lend itself to the same life as someone who is doing a nine to five or or is working like like a normal person and taking a job that isn't this mind-bottlingly insane. A mind-bottling. I literally said mind bottling.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well you know what? It's a good example.
0: (laughs) So one thing I've noticed. Yeah. So one thing I've noticed (laughs) is that it's not that I'm like leaving these people, but I'm also kind of reaching a point where I need to adjust and be spending time with people who are also in that industry and have them close by to help guide through that world, which is so weird and so awkward all at the same time.
1: No, it's so normal, though. It's really funny you say that because... My first job in radio was answering phones for Elvis Duran in the morning show. And so I I always joke, but it's not a joke. It's actually what happened. I went from going to bed at 3 o'clock in the morning to waking up at 3.30 in the morning for my job within a matter of 48 hours. Like, that's how quickly they were like, okay, you're starting. Let's go. And so... It was so apparent right away, the friends who are the creatives or who have those passion type jobs who were super supportive of me having this weird schedule where I couldn't really go out. Dating was impossible. It was (laughs) impossible to date people while you're on a morning show. Um, And so, yes, I fully understand that. And I think just like naturally as time has gone on, because That was my schedule for 13 years. The people who have remained in my life are the people who are either, like you said, sort of in the same creative headspace right? or which sounds so like pompous, but either that or they're just super supportive. And they're like, it doesn't matter when we can see you. That's how we're going to keep our friendship. Yeah. I
0: definitely have friends like that that are like, yeah, whatever you're doing, bro, like keep doing it. Like, Yeah. (laughs) And then there's also those friends that kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say competitive, but there are Mm. definitely friends that are like, "Mm," about whatever you're doing and kind of like, oh, so you aren't gonna come to this thing.
1: I think it helps weed out who is there to be your friend and your ride or die and like will support you with whatever endeavor you want to do. Like one of my, my closest friends from high school, we kind of We didn't lose touch, but we just weren't as close like in college and after college. And then we had our babies exactly a week apart. So our pregnancy was almost identical. And so we got really, really close. And I after I lost my job last summer, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to start doing voiceover again. I haven't done it in 10 years. I don't know if I can do it. And she just said, if there's anyone I know who can do this, it's you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That feels so good. Like, it was yeah. so nice because it didn't matter the distance. We don't live in the same city. But still, like, they know me and they know what my passions are. And right. she was like, I'm going to be here for you no matter what. 100%.
0: And that's it's dope. Ones. And I don't mean to, like, turn this fun little podcast as we were making fun of Chuck E. Cheese into such a, <laughs> a serious thing. But, like... That's even okay. even through like my socials, you can see that like I'm very appreciative of the things that are happening to me right now and full- yeah on my behalf. And I'm and I'm trying to navigate that in a I was world so excited for you. And the reason why like I'm I've been thinking a lot of this is this is uh, kind of a, a like a weird thing to share. And you you might think I'm weird for it. You might not. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but so last uh, last week, I want to say it was last Friday. I don't even remember the... I was driving and just, like, things are happening and, like, yeah. going to where I want them to go and whatever. I just, like, got emotional about it. And I was sitting in the gym parking lot, sobbing in my car, yep. alone. And then I was like, what is happening right now? Why?" I First of all, I'm also trying to make sure no one can see me because there's a bunch of big buff guys around. I want to also be a big buff guy at the gym. Yeah, yeah. So I, you can't see me cry. But... <laughs> And it was just, like, in that moment, I realized that I was just, like, so happy. Yeah. And then that in a, an even, like, more macro way, it felt like I had finally, like, landed in a spot where I was supposed to be oh. that I kind of hunted for, like, 33 years. Yeah. So then it felt like I was, like, there and I was like, whoa, this is, like, heavy mm. stuff. And uh, the way I said it to my sister was like, it feels like in that moment, I like was sitting in a car and finally met me, which Yet. is like weird to put it, but.
1: No, it's not weird. Oh, I hate that like, we're so far apart. I just want to <laughs> give you a hug. No, because I feel this so hard. And I think especially. We can microphone
0: hug. It'll just, yes. we'll hug the microphone.
1: There we go. I think especially if you're listening and you are, know what it's like to lose your job Mm -hmm. it is a huge identity yeah like it just messes you up entirely and people can tell you all day long don't tie your identity to your I don't care what we do for a living is creative personal work and I am completely intertwined and that's just how it's going to be yeah and having lost myself after losing my job I we both have had a really wild year and it's funny you say that you pulled into the gym and you cried because our friend tom kelly has a podcast i guest on his podcast a lot and he (laughs) works for good morning america so he has some major pull and he got ginger z yeah on his podcast from good morning america the meteorologist chief meteorologist and after i interviewed her i turned off my mic and i cried and it was one of those moments like you just described where it was like, yeah. I don't know what's happening next, but I feel like something is coming. Right. And all of the this past year has been leading up to this particular moment. And it's a very emotional thing. Um especially if you've lost something along the way, so to speak. So I'm so pumped for, I don't know a lot about what's coming next for you. I just know like a couple things (laughs) and I can't really talk about it.
0: There's some stuff. But
1: I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. And so (laughs) like, I didn't mean to like bring everything down, but the whole point is I very much want other people to kind of like vibe off that and know that like, yeah, I got punched in the teeth. You got Mm. punched in the teeth last year. And there's always like a little, a little something you can do. And it can, it will and always does eventually come back around. That's true. (sighs) So weirdness of the week. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Easy, smooth transition. (laughs) And here we go.
0: (laughs) Um, So I know most of mine are always me at the gym because like weird stuff happens there. (laughs) Um, I was like laying on my stomach and it was like hamstring curls kind of. Yeah. My whole sweaty body is on this machine. Okay. So I'm working and then some woman runs up and she was like, I stood up just to like take a sip of my water and like take a second between sets. Yeah. And she runs up and she was like, are uh, you done? And I was like, oh, no, I've got like three more left. And she was like, oh, you, can I jump in for one? And I was like, "Um, what? Let me just do this next one. And then I guess. So then I finished it. And then she came running back over. And I, like, went and grabbed cleaning stuff for her because yeah. I was a mess. And yeah. so she just dove, like, face first onto this thing. <laughs> so gross. Full body on top of it. And I was like, oh. oh. Like, I wasn't you... laying in someone else's sweat. She wasn't. I was like, ah, uh, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm <Why?"> going to barf. <laughs> and then she, like, finished, hopped off, set everything back, and then scooted and didn't clean it. And I was like, girl, What? what? What kind of mess? You are the reason COVID happened. Are you yes. COVID? Is that your name? Like, what just, your name? <laughs> what just happened here? So then oh. I went over and I scrubbed the whole thing down from top to bottom. I was like, I don't know what I just encountered, but I'm sure she was jumping in everybody's sweat. So I'm gonna... so
1: gross. Well, so, that's disgusting.
0: That is my weirdness of the week to remind you, yeah. please, even if it's not a pandemic, <laughs> just wipe it down. Jeez. Good God. Oh, my God. Gross. Anywho.
1: This was a really deep episode, but I like that. That's real life, you know? Yeah. It's not always like, ha, 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 hilarious all the time. Sometimes you feel stuff, and it's good to feel things. We have to
0: give them a little something different. Give them a curveball. Yeah. Keep them them on their toes so they never know what to (laughs) expect. All right. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Love you. Follow us and send us all the messages of all the things. And and maybe we'll be talking about it because you guys have better memories than us.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. At B-M-O, the prince and at L-O-R-E-N, R-A-Y-E.
0: Yeah.